Also keep those SMSs coming through on 41391. Lines open throughout the show and you can also engage with us on Twitter. And the hashtag is SAFM Sport On. You know, this is great to be on the show as always. We'll bring you all the updates, what's happening in and around the world of sport and uh, get you up to speed. And it's great to see that uh, the Fana's uh, AFCON qualifying group is, is going to be an exciting time. It was great to see all the friends yesterday at the draw. And um, <laughs> we have Liberia in our group, if you're still mulling over it. And then you saw journalist Thomas Lambo assisted by former Ivory Coast as well as international Solomon Kalu and former South African international Lucas Hareba there. And let's not forget, Velile Imyandu was there too. So he had the inside scoop <laughs> and an invitation to uh, get to how the draw, uh, the teams were drawn into 12 groups of four teams, group A to L. So it could only bode well for South African soccer when you have uh, La Liga investing here on home soil. And it's time now to welcome Michael Bender. How are you doing, Michael? Good evening to you. All the better for speaking to you now. Yeah, big news. I mean, extra, extra, hear all about it. Uh, La Liga offers South Africa, Espanol. Uh, they've got a football academy now, a satellite football academy. How did this come about? So to cut a long story short, in 2015, as a South African coach, I went over to Spain and coached a little South African under-10 team in a huge tournament called the Nonsti Cup. What had happened was all these coaches kept coming up to me and saying, wow, we can't believe the South African talent. If you people just had some structure and had better training, you guys could be producing really phenomenal superstars. So it came back to South Africa, and it just grew with me, and I thought, how do we close the gap? Um, 2018, we went over to Portugal. We took over 160 South Africans to play in a massive tournament. And again, everybody was just, we've got to, got to find a way to start working with South Africa even more, particularly their youth. Oh, my word. We are excited. <laughs> Madrid went to La Liga, and La Liga said, let's partner. And we were, as South Africans, as you can imagine, over the moon. So we established a company in South Africa with our international partners, which is Iber Cup. Iber Cup is the world's biggest youth international tournament. Hmm. We then became partners with La Liga camps, and we started just after COVID, and we held the first La Liga camp where we had 160 boys and 60 coaches go through the system. We've just finished in Cape Town now, um, another 160 boys and another 60 coaches. Wow. And lo and behold... Um, I was invited to the World Football Summit, landed up going there. And at that moment, we just knew we had to open up an international football academy in South Africa. It was now time for us to escalate. Espionol de Barcelona, which is one of the oldest football franchises in the world mm. um, and has 11 academies, said, we're in. We want to be your partners mm. and we want to be part of South Africa. So, so we were like completely blown away. It's taken us a bit of time to get it done. We now own the actual rights to the Barcelona Academy for South mm -hmm. Africa. Um, we are working closely with government, with mm -hmm. the MEC for Sports and Health, um, Mbali Klopi. Mm -hmm. We're working with the Cape Town government. We'd like to open up in Cape Town pretty soon as well. And there is only one thing we want to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Somehow find the talent in the hidden crevices of the townships that have never been given an opportunity find them, train them, mold them, 
and allow them time to shine. Well, that sounds interesting and exciting. So you'll, you'll be hosting free trials on the 23rd and 24th of April, as well as other dates. Tell us about that. So, yes, we, we decided, and, and if you look at the South African landscape in youth football, so often these kids are just playing soccer for the sake of playing without being given any long-term formal planning. Mm. So we're hosting trials on the 23rd and 24th at the facility St. Stithians College. We will then host trials again on the 30th and the 1st of May. Mm. Please take note. We want girls. We want females. We want Mm. women. We want to be, we want to, South Africa's female football is at the threshold of becoming something really amazing. So this is for both male and female. We don't talk in genders anymore. We talk about footballers. We host the trials. Um, Our technical director from Spain puts together the full program. The kids go through quite an intensive day, three to four hours of trials, various opportunities. Then we'll shortlist and then we bring them back. The beauty about everything is everybody asks me is, how come it's for free? Yeah. So as a company, we have created a NPO. And the idea with the NPO is if we find talent and they can't afford to be paying to be in a structure, what we do is we create a bursary program. And I'm so glad I'm talking to you because our <laughs> idea is to say to brands, don't sponsor us. We don't want sponsors. We need an adoption process. Mm. So uh, am I allowed to mention a brand? Yes. So, yes. so Vumatel came on board and said, what do you want? They have been the most incredible brand with their Vuma brand that we've ever come across. Planet Fitness stepped up now as well and said, we're in and Soho Sun. We need more brands to just adopt children so that you can imagine a kid in Meadowlands, mm-hmm. Soweto, gets found. Now we have to transport him. We want to feed him. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing is we want to educate. Mm-hmm. So our motto is very simple. Feed first, educate second, play football third. Wow, that is powerful. But, I mean, this, this Espanol uh, de Barcelona, you've got academies in other countries around the world. Which are these countries? I, I've, the last time I checked was Dubai was one of them. Yes, yeah, so, so obviously the big, the big academy, the main academy is um, the Jordi Academy in Spain, um, in Barcelona. It's funny because if you look literally across the road, you'll see the other Barcelona. Um, <laughs> and they work very closely. But so Helsinki... China, um, the USA, France, Italy, um, Mm. they've never been in the Southern Hemisphere. We are the first La Liga club to open up an academy in South Africa or in the Southern Hemisphere in the history of La Liga. So, again, it's a massive milestone. And listen, SAFA have been amazing. They've Mm. supported us. Uh, SAFA National has come on board to support us. So, again, it's nice when you start seeing a, a National Football Association go, actually, you know what? We can work together. There's a role for us to all play. Mm, exactly. But but we are so desperate for this to be taking place. So I, I thank your station because, you know, we unfortunately, brands don't want to sponsor youth because the concept is, oh, we don't know if we're going to get our value for money. Mm. I say to brands all the time, for every child, there's a mother. For every mother, there's a child nagging the mother to buy the product. You know what I mean? Oh, so stop oh. denying kids. Pester power. Yes. Yes. I'm not going to mention brands because they (laughs) all shoot me, but when I see people spending money, like 40 million on a football project, and I go, just give us 5% of that. Right. You know, so what? They're going to lift your trophy with your name on it. Big deal. 
Let me get into the townships and start working harder. Last weekend, Kaiser Chiefs came and helped us on a project we did um, in Mahalisburg. 150-odd kids arrived. Chiefs gave us shirts and Nike tops. And, and, you know, not even the fact that there wasn't talent. You can't believe these kids' faces. You know, they had a Kaiser Chiefs shirt, and they were so happy to be there, and we played football with them. And that's what our country needs. We need to mobilize, feel-good stories, and start getting people to back it. You know, I love the fact that you're having these trials, you're getting together kids. Um, but then w- w- I, I get the follow-through. But after the session that you had in Mahalis, what was the next step? So the next step was if we, if we, we, if we saw talent there. So we, t- we saw two little boys that we thought were relatively talented. Okay. The idea is to try and foster a relationship where we give their coaches some training or equipment and we try to help them build. The biggest problem is facilities. They were playing in the felt. Mm. That's the biggest problem of yeah. all. So, do, do they have to know, wear you, their own kit and soccer boots for the trials as well? Oh, so when they come to us, we'll supply them with what they need, mm. you know, um, to the point of obviously we can't give every kid because we have no idea how many are going to come through. But imagine but if you we, could, Michael. Oh, my Lord, I'd be the happiest man on earth. Right. You know, I've been involved in football for 30 years and I only found what football really means. It mm. means hope and dignity. And it's it's a, not about lifting trophies. It's about hope and dignity. We can give it. Absolutely. How do we build a better civil society? Very simply, as I, and listen, I, I wish I could talk to the, uh, the politics, which I never will. But how do we build? <laughs> a kid comes home. He's been invited into a football team. He's got a younger brother. The younger brother goes, I want to be him. He's got a community that's backing him. I'll tell you a beautiful story, if I may. Please. And I'm, and I'm talking so much on your show, <laughs> but I'm just trying to get it all in. A, a beautiful story, if I may. When we did the first La Liga camp in Johannesburg, we ran a competition where kids could win a free spot into La Liga. A little boy decided rather than answer why he wanted to be in La Liga, he got the entire community to send us messages saying we have to put him in La Liga. So he motivated this whole community. His name is Billy. And all of a sudden, we were getting hundreds of messages going, you better give Billy a, Billy a chance. He's one of our candidates. That's what you want to see happen. When communities stand up and they recognize who's around them, we can change society. Indeed, this is a this is a game changer and many more things. But I also have to ask, Michael, is this going to happen in Cape Town, Pretoria? Are you taking this all over the country? Well, look, you know, it's it's it's, it's the difficult thing is we wish we had an endless pit of, of money. We don't. So so we are. Johannesburg was one of our key focus. Why? Because we understand there's a large a large amount of players in Johannesburg, particularly in the townships, that just don't get an opportunity. Cape Town, when I went to Cape Town and we ran the La Liga camp in Cape Town now, we were blown away by the talent pool. Hungry, unbelievable. Play a different game completely to Joburg. Joburg still loves Kazi soccer. You know that Kazi football, baby. Got a dribble and all that. Whereas in Cape Town, <laughs> they play a, a different game, a much wider game. Mm. So we went, wow, can you imagine getting Cape Town and Joburg to start working together? We're currently working with Tswani now, the city of Tswani at the moment. Mm. To, to put together a female-only camp. Hmm. Um, because, again, we think it's important that we, we, we focus very much on what Banyana Banyana has been able to achieve in the period of time. Hmm. And even though Bantwana Bantwana lost the other day to Finland, that's 16-year-old girls. Fantastic. They can only learn. 
Yep. And that's what we've got to keep saying. South African culture needs to shift a little bit and support babies, youth. Stop looking at a 30-year-old player who's won X amount of trophies with his team. We've got to say, where's our 18, 19, 20-year-olds? You know where they start? Mm. They start at 13. Absolutely. So that's what we're about. We are hoping to build players between 13 and 17 that can step up. If they don't make it overseas in our SPNL team, mm. hey, they could be playing for one of our local teams as well. Why not? And I mean, it's both you know, an option for girls, boys. Does this also extend to coaching as well? Absolutely. So part of, uh, of, of particularly the league strategy is let's coach the coaches. Why? Mm. Because then they coach their coaches. And before you know it, there's a methodology being applied in the townships where the coaches are starting to go, hey, hang on a second, you know what? Stop showboating. Let's play football <laughs> to win a game. Let's get more tactical. Let's, let's experiment a little bit more and understand if I do have a player. So, so I'm going to jump quickly. Mm. Our, biggest, mm-hmm. our biggest problem is we get 15, 16, 17-year-old boys, amazing talent, take them overseas, and they just, all of a sudden, it's a whole new world. Mm. So you can imagine... You're 16, you've come out of an an environment that maybe is a little difficult or challenging. You're now in a a big city, whether it's Madrid, Barcelona, or St. Sebastian, and you know how hard that is to fit in psychologically, number one. Number two, you can't speak the language. Number three, they have a different grass. They play on a much thicker grass than us. So we expect our talent overnight to be these gods in football. It takes two years before they start achieving a playing environment. South Africans, unfortunately, have a habit of going, I'm not prepared to wait that long. Mm. And, and again, no parental infrastructures, et cetera, et cetera. I could talk all night. <laughs> so this concept that we're going to just all become the next Lionel Messi or Ronaldo mm. doesn't exist. The reality is there's hard work to do. But the work starts here, that we can get a, a club like Espanol Barcelona to, to say, we see the value in your players is the biggest start we could ever ask for. I'm very proud uh, with the people around us that have all worked towards this because it hasn't been me on my own. As much as um, you know, I'm the owner of the academy, I have partners that have just grounded and never given up. And mm. That's amazing. Michael Bender, head of Espanol South Africa Academy. We have some voice notes for you. Please take a listen to what uh, some of the potential you know, uh, fans of your academy have to say. Hi, hi, Zahi, and the guy that's you know, in the La Liga, La Liga Spaniel. I mean, I'm very proud of that. I mean, if we look at La Liga, look at our players, they fit. I mean, I believe a player like Pesita would have, would have fitted like a hand to glove, you know, in a Spanish club, you know. And I mean, I mean, it's, 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 no, it's a no-brainer. So our players, they actually fit the Spanish style. So congratulations to Espanol. We want to support them fully. Thank you very much. Evening days are to you from Holland. Oh, great initiative for the kids here locally. I think now they have an idea where to go when they need help. Hmm. Because we were needing structures. The structures are there, but you know what is happening. The politics in South Africa, you don't get the quality players to get the opportunity to play. Then how does one as a coach associate with the organization? Thanks. Michael, did you hear that? Fantastic. Can I say the following, if I may? Yes. Anybody who needs to contact us for more information or needs to know more about the Academy, it's very simple. It's info at espionolacademysa.com.
Fantastic. We will definitely look out for that. And then, is there anything on social media that we can follow you and see the progress? Oh, yes, absolutely. I forget, you see my age is showing now. So, <laughs> on social media, on Facebook, um, uh, Espionol uh, Academy, SA, and then on Instagram, or Insta as the young set say, it'll just be Espionol Academy, SA, one word. Well, this sounds like exciting news. The first La Liga club to launch in South Africa. Michael Bender, we wish you all the very best and we'd love to keep up and follow the progress of all of the kids, you know, that come into your academy and just maybe even have them in studio and speak to them, you know, a couple of months down the line. Wait, I'm yeah, available to speak to you. Sorry about all the background noises. <laughs> I'm available to speak to you anytime. Uh, I'd love to come in and have further chats with you. Anything we can do to assist um, getting our kids on the field. Uh, we want to get involved in schools. We want to start helping kids. Just go, I want to have some fun and play the game. That's really the key. Oh, that's beautiful. That's why they call it the beautiful game. Thank you so much, Michael Bender. I can't wait to hear and catch you soon. <laughs> of course, RCD Espanol de Barcelona opening their first academy here in South Africa, hosting free trials on the 23rd and 24th of April to the 30th as well, the 1st of May, age groups from 8 to 18 years. So do check out their social media pages as well as uh, you can find out more about this, the first official La Liga Club Academy in South Africa opening in May.